Welcome. I am so grateful you are here. Let's expand our consciousness. Information leads to transformation. Open your heart. Open your mind. We're on this ascension ride. It's an honor to bring this information to you. This is the Tabitha Polaris Show. Welcome. I am Tabitha Polaris, and this is episode 25. Lucky 25. On today's show, we will be discussing navigating the ascension with Todd Medina. If you enjoyed today's show, leave a comment or rating, subscribe, and share with like-minded friends. I want to say hello to everyone listening in North America, Europe, South America, Asia, and Oceania. Hello to all our listeners on Apple Podcasts, Deezer, Stitcher, Bullhorn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and especially all the new listeners on Overcast. I just want to share with you that our podcast has achieved a thousand downloads this week on the day I'm recording this uh, episode. So I want to celebrate. Thank you all so much. This is your celebration. Now on to our regular scheduled programming. <laughs> this is a weekly health and wellness podcast released every Tuesday. My intention is to raise the frequency of the planet, assist in your spiritual ascension, and bring awareness to the holistic lifestyle. We discuss provocative topics in the metaphysical, spiritual, and wellness fields. If you love God, source, love, and light, if you're a light worker, wellness warrior, or want to live a life full of joy and peace, if you respect your physical body and want to heal our planet's environment, or if you're just curious about living a more peaceful and balanced life, this is your home. This is The Great Awakening, and it's time for all of us to unite. Join our community at TabithaPolaris.com. You can also find me on all social media sites under that name. And I spell my first name with a Y, just in case you can't find me. <laughs> also, check out the description of this episode for all of the direct links to discover how to connect with today's special guest, a link to today's sponsor, Sandy Tara's YouTube channel, the PayPal and Patreon links to support the show, the discount code page to help you save money on holistic products and services I believe in, and the link to join my Soul Tribe community and my website to find out what I'm up to. Thank you to everyone listening to this podcast, sharing the show on social media, and those who are leaving comments and ratings. I am so grateful. Now I would like to tell you about today's special guest. Todd Medina is a blogger, writer, artist, speaker, and co-creator of the Soulology platform with his beloved Morgan Lee. Soulology originated about nine years ago and is currently focused on manifesting a multi-channel platform independent of any matrix, constrictions, uncensored private streaming, server, and network hub, ultimately to be handheld accessible currently and always to be offered as a free community service. Our intention of today's show is to discuss the experience of growing up through the ascension process. So please welcome Todd Medina. Say hello, Todd. Hello. 
So soulology is, is that how you say it, Michelle? <laughs> how do you say it? <laughs> it's I, you know, I said the same thing. Um, so it was, uh, let's see, what was it? March the 10th, 2012, Archangel Michael, the, you know, the, the energy of Archangel Michael came in the middle of the night and said, yeah. soulology. 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 And I said, what, what's that? And he said, the other side of truth. I said, what's that? He goes, you figure it out. So I kept saying soulology. And I kept hearing, no, it's not soulology. It's soulology. And I'm like, all right. So <clears throat> probably three out of four people say soulology. Even when they write it, they add a couple of L's and O's. It's funny. That's interesting. You know, before we did the show, I heard Archangel Michael. So uh, he's with us. (laughs) I guess he's your guy, too. He works with me as well. Um, So uh, one of my first questions actually was going to be, how did you come up with the name? So you intuitively just answered it. That's what happened. Yeah. That's amazing. I love your show. Thank you. Because it's weird because uh, all through my life, that word soul always meant something to me. Like, it just meant like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I had an intimate relationship with it. Any any word that had the word soul in it. And then uh, it was probably, uh, let's see, seven, eight, nine, ten months into my life flipping upside down, waking up, whatever you want to call it. And uh, yeah, he just came in one night. And you and started, you started the show nine years ago. No, I started. Uh, he gave me. Well, I get. It's so hard to, to talk about this stuff now because I look at things differently. Mm. Like, was that an aspect of me? What is yeah. Archangel Michael? You know, it's all that mm-hmm. stuff going on. But, but the you, me, we, and it. So, uh, mm-hmm. gave me that name, uh, and just what I told you. Just said, here it is. Uh, it's the other side of truth, and we're going to give you the pieces. You fi- you figure out how to put them together. So, so it, would, it wasn't. I didn't start. In fact, that would have been uh, let's see, March of 2012. Nobody was doing video. Of course, it was 2012. Yeah, it was 2012. <laughs> the magic year, right? And it was my wife's birthday, and I wouldn't meet her for five years. It was it was on the day of her birthday? Wow. So, as well. Um, so anyway, uh, no, nobody was doing videos back then. Nobody. Um, so Webinars, I didn't actually maybe. start doing videos. I walked the streets from the summer of 2011 to the summer of 2013 by my own choice. So I went home with by my own choice. And so I started Soulogy 10 months into that two years is when I got the name. Three or four or five days later, I, I didn't know what else to do. So I opened up a Soulogy group on Facebook. And I just started, you know, I had a little flip phone and I just, from the streets, I would just send up uh, prose and poetry and, wow. you know, and so it went to like 400, 600 people after a couple of years. And uh, I came off the streets and got a laptop and started putting my words to, to pictures. You know, I'd see a picture and then I just figured out the words and vice versa. And then, um, and then around, um, so 2014, so around the summer of 2014, I got a, I got a, uh, a real phone. Mm-hmm. Well, somebody gave me a phone and I paid $40 to have it fixed. And then it, it was a smartphone. I didn't have internet. Uh, I had an old computer and I started to uh, do these, these videos and then I would upload them to YouTube. I would, I would walk up to the, to the grocery store where they had like 1G 
and I would sit in the, you know, like the, what is it, the deli, and I would sit there, and it would take, literally, it would take like two hours to upload a video. But I would do it religiously to YouTube, and, uh, and then I started doing Facebook. But this is back when there was, there was very few people doing it, you know. But as far as the, the, the show, Soul Speaks 5D, because we've done about, I don't know the number anymore, but I, know, I don't know the number of the total video productions, but I think that, I know it's over 4,000. I'm so sure. I mean, you do so many a yeah. day. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're always live. I'm like, there he is again. I, know. I wonder why people unfriend me too. They're like, I always wonder why are they unfriend me? But no. Um, you go live at like two to three times a day. Yeah, I mean, do. it's yeah. amazing. Yeah, we used to do a lot more than that. Really? You're yeah. the energy bunny. Yeah, so we did, we, we've done like over 4,000 video productions. We've done... Um, over two last month we hit 2000 uh episodes of soul speaks 5d which is the main that's the one you're talking about mm -hmm. for the most part i don't go on as much anymore as i used to with what i call spirit walks or just you know i used to do a lot of radio shows which we're gonna start doing again mm -hmm. but um yeah so that didn't happen soul speaks 5d didn't happen until i met morgan in september of 2015 and in the first 90 days, um, you know, we would just have these conversations and I'd be like, we should, we should go on, just record this, you know, because it was talk, we were talking about the stuff we talk about on the show. Yeah. And she, she said, uh, I think actually the way it started, she said, you know, what you ought to do is start. Cause at that time there was, there was about, um, I don't know, I'd say probably like 12,000, 10,000 maybe. 9,000 in, in the whole community. Cause we have a, we have a Facebook page, a group, my page, and then the YouTube, which I really didn't even use till 2019. But, um, but anyway, so she said, you know, maybe you ought to have these programs where you have other people on instead of just making it about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I'm not making it about myself. I'm serving, you know, but, uh, but I, but I got it. And so, so the so I guess we started to kick it up around, uh, oh God, twenty, um, probably twenty sixteen. Mm -hmm. I know this by twenty by the summer of twenty. God, doesn't even seem right. By the summer of twenty eighteen, I had done four hundred shows. Okay, so that would have been like over a year and a half. But but from that point to this point, which would be what two years. Mm -hmm we've done an additional 1600 shows. Wow. So we're like knocking out, you know, a lot. Like we had months where we did like 85, 90, a hundred, you know, cause she came in the summer of 2018 and she kind of took over the production, you know, and started, you know, getting people on and all I did was show up. That's great. So she books the guests and takes care of all that behind the scenes stuff. She did. Yeah, she did. Uh, since, tw since that summer, uh, and then, uh, about what was it, uh, in May, we went on a radio show cause she comes on with me sometimes and we talk yeah. about some of the, her specialties, yeah. sacred sexuality, Herios Gamos, um, divine union. And so we were doing this show, which was about divine union or some people call it twin flames. We don't really gravitate to that word, but, uh, and at the very end of the show, the lady says, uh, do you guys have, you know, like anything that you want to offer to anybody? And 
And I said, I don't do anything. Just come on by and give us a like or, you know, look out for us or whatever. And then Morgan's like, well, you know, I do sessions, but I don't really promote it. And the next thing you know, 90 people wanted a session with her. Wow. And then she puts up a post like 10 days later saying, uh, by the way, I guess I'm doing this, you know, kind of reluctantly. And 400 people signed a, a messenger about having a group session. You know, wow. she was looking at doing group sessions. So since that happened, I've taken back over the scheduling and, but, a, but another friend has stepped up uh, about a week ago. It's a lot she, of work. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot of work for my one week, yeah. uh, one show a week. I can only imagine doing it's three It's an MFER. I'm telling you. It's it, it insane. Is, it really is. And, and the people I'm, I'm inundated by messages and, Mm. Uh, you know, people get upset with me because I don't get back Aww. with them, but you know, we're all, we're all going all through the good. same stuff, man. Yeah. And it's like, chill out, you know, Take chill, the chill out everyone. Yes. So much love. Right what on. is the intention of your show? Uh, the intention um, is, I think it's multifaceted. Uh, first and foremost, they have a conscious conversation with no bullshit, no nothing, just the straight up raw, real authentic truth. Uh, and particularly honing in on real-time intel, what's been going on with you in the last week, what's been happening since June, what's been happening this month of July, which, you know, has been like uh, seven years, you know. Um, I think that's part of it. And then in the summer of 2018, when she came in and, and took it over, it was actually about 350 shows at the time, um, right away, it was the second time she'd come to the States, and right away within the first four or five days, because we would lay down the bed together in the afternoon and just kind of do a, something that's become a, a everyday thing for us. Now we put our hands together, we lay down and we connect <coughs> and excuse me. And within the first three or four days of that trip in 2018, which would be in a, we ended up getting, you know, unexpectedly married, technically married six weeks later. It's really a divine union ceremony. Um, but within the first three or four days of that trip, uh, Sology itself, actually came in and presented itself to us as this golden tree with golden fruit and explained to us that we were now in the age of the Trinity and that we, that it was part of our, uh, the third energy produced by our connection, that it was basically uh, a, a consciousness in and of its own power and that it would work with us, uh, and that we were caretakers and there'd be many aunts and uncles that would come and also help us. But to answer your question, it told us that this is a platform of the voices for the voices of the mother goddess, mm. meaning, meaning that part in all of us, man, woman, or child, uh, that part of us that we've suppressed in this world collectively. And, and obviously on a micro level, that's been suppressed in each of us. So I would say that's what it is. You know, it's a bringing out that part of us that's been hidden. I want to thank you publicly for what you do, and I really enjoy your guests and all of your shows, so thank you so much. And before we get into talking about Ascension, you have mentioned your divine partner, Morgan. Um, I wanted to ask you, is she your soulmate? Obviously, she's your divine union, twin flame. You don't use the term twin flame, yeah. but I would say it's a very sacred union. Yes. And yeah, I was wondering, did you have dreams or visions about her before you met her? Um. I think there, there was always a, even since I was a little kid, there was always this thing about where is she? 
right? Mm. And I always like energetically, I guess, third eye knew what she looked like, knew what she sounded like, felt like and all that. Um, for her, I think it was, uh, I don't know. Um, you know, but I guess where I, where I would kind of sum it up would be that a couple things. One is when we met, um, I had actually seen her. Uh, I was doing Solji and I, again, this is back, you know, got maybe a few thousand people at the time. And, um, and I never asked anyone to join, but I saw her and something drew me to her. Now she's in South Australia and I don't even know where the hell that is. Right. And I'm like, but I looked at these like five, some of those people had no pictures, you know, and you're like looking at pictures where she's like a little dot in the picture, like one of those stars. And you're like, but I know her. Right. And so for about six months, I kind of like would visit her every now and then, you know, and, um, and then uh, one day I just sent her a message and I was like, how would you like to join Soji? <laughs> and so it was a really bad, come on. <laughs> so she wrote me back. Uh, she said, well, tell me about it. I said, I'll get back with you because I was kind of busy. She claims I didn't. And she came up, blew her off. Uh, so I wrote her. I wrote her when I caught up with my work, whatever, and said, hey, you know, whatever. I'm sorry, whatever. And uh, she wrote back and said, well, I already checked it out. It's fine. I joined. So when I got that message, it was 3.33 in the morning uh, on September the 3rd in Houston, Texas. I had been uh, off the streets for about a year. Uh, but I had spent the previous two, three hours like curled up in a fetal position, uh, bawling my eyes out like when I'd been on the streets. And it was a really deep kind of thing that was happening to me and I really didn't understand it because I didn't have a relationship with a practitioner at that time to understand those things I had called in Kuan Yin and just tried to do some stuff myself but anyway so at 3.33 she messaged the response to me and I immediately said I need to talk to you <laughs> and she said I know Aww. and we merged mm -hmm. we merged a heart chakras just like that yeah. You know, she said, she, she, this is something that she had downloaded for years. And she said, that I know what I'm supposed to do. Anyway, so we merged. It was incredible. All the chakras merged. And the next morning I woke up in the old studio and I messaged her because it would be even late evening in Australia. And it was early morning for me. And I said, um, uh, I need to talk to you. And she said, no, 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 I don't talk to people. I said, no, I need to talk to you. Like I can feel you here. I can, you know, something's happening. And so she relented she, and she, she uh, let me call her. And as soon as I heard her voice, I'm like, Oh shit, this is it. And she was like the same way, but she wouldn't admit it for like three years. And, <laughs> yeah. True. True story. And at the time I told her, I said, I don't understand this. Well, the first thing I saw and I had never seen before I saw Merlin. And then I saw, I heard this is, Merlin's daughter. And I didn't know anything about Morgan Le Fay or any of that stuff, right? Or Sherwood Forest or Robin Hood or anything. And so I didn't say anything to her about it. I just got that. I was like, whoa, that's weird. And then I said, look, I don't know what the hell is going on here, but I just have this like memory. Like you were the goddess. I was the God. The earth was created. I said, you go that way. I'll go this way. We'll meet at the end. And I feel like it's the end now. And, you know, the rest just, you know, went from there. So I don't know what you call that. <laughs> no, it's divine, beautiful. Um, mm. I'm sure that pl also meeting each other fast forwarded your mm. work um, 
to for humanity and ascension and just yeah. your awakening in general, right? Everything's well, she, amplified, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah. A lot of people I mean, look at us and go, oh, it's all peaches and cream. I'm like, hey, man. Oh, no. Been... Yeah, we went, almost, uh, we went almost 10 months at one time without having, you know, what people would call full-blown intimacy. We were both celibate when we met. But to answer your question, um, it was always work, you know. I mean, not work as in tre uh, drudgery, but mission-oriented. Uh, so now I didn't know it. I woke up and I'm like, I know I'm uh, some kind of universal badass. And if I'm not, I'm going to act like one. I don't know. You're telling me all this stuff. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to make videos. I'm going to I'm going to create soul gather. You know, I just had that part. I didn't have what she had, which a lot of women have had. And so she'd been downloading for 20 years. She downloaded Ascension. She downloaded all this stuff like a lot of women had. And uh, so when she came over the first time, one of the things she downloaded was a, um, was a, a modality that her higher self had downloaded over two or three years with her that had really helped her a lot. Um, and so when she got to, uh, to the state, she said, uh, you know, you, uh, you're all connected up in there, but you got a whole bunch of shadow, you know, and you need to deal with it because we have work to do. And I'm like, mm -hmm. what are you picking on me for? You know, mm -hmm. so after like four or five days of, of friction, I finally relented and I said, okay, what do you want me to do? So I got on her program. I called it a boot camp for four or five weeks and I came out of it a different person. My third eye exploded and, uh, that first trip was 10 weeks. And so we went from there. With, and now I have no money at all. I'm broadcasting. I'm living by the seat of my pants. Now I got this woman over here who's from Australia and who's prim and proper. <laughs> and I'm, I'm the total polarity to that. You know, I'm a wild, you know. And so um, I'm trying to make this happen. I go to Fort Smith, Arkansas, because a friend of mine or a friend of a friend had a metaphysical shop and she's like, well, you can come over here and do a show live and film it. I'm like, okay, I'm all for that. <clears throat> so I went to uh, Fort Smith and, you know, did my conscious rap and did a show and filmed it and just made it up as I went, like I always do. And uh, we were from that point on um, presented with many different energies, both physical human beings and not that challenged us. It was almost like a saga uh, fairy tale uh, with all the angels and demons and uh, so that was 10 weeks and um, it's 2017 then there was 12 weeks in 2018 and then um, you know, at the end of 2018 she came to Hawaii where I got called to we stayed there 10 months and we thought we we're gonna live happily ever after and then one day we woke up on July 30th and we and we looked at each other Elaine and Ben she goes are you getting what I'm getting and I said yeah she's like damn you know, you got to go to the mainland. So that was, that was actually Lionsgate last year, 8-8. Mm -hmm. We landed in uh, LAX at Terminal 5D. You can't make this shift up. Yeah, 5D Terminal. <laughs> yeah, 5D <laughs> Terminal, 555 uh, oh, so touchdown. Funny. Yeah, yeah, but it's a special. So, it's a bit were of... Were you intuitive before her class? Because I know she's intuitive. Are you, I would say you're intuitive now. Um, or... Absolutely. I, th I personally think everybody... Uh, Everyone is, is, but you were aware of your intuition. I was, yeah, I, I knew. I mean, there was there were certain things that happened to me um, always that I stayed close to. I didn't deal with uh, energies or entities uh, external of me that I was aware of mm -hmm. until I woke up in 2011. 
Got it. Uh, what she, what her program, um, or I say program, that's kind of a harsh word, right? Her uh, method, um, uh, zero pointing. Uh, what it did for me was allow me to uh, integrate, uh, release, heal, whatever, align with uh, unconscious trauma, you know, unconscious things about myself. And so the intuitive part of it, I would imagine has expanded along with the rest of my growth. But yeah, it was, I always had, you know, when I, and I think everybody does, you know, like, you know, I'm playing third base and I know, oh, the guy's going to hit me the ball. Boom. There it is. Yeah. There was a great play. How did you know? Because it came so fast. I'm like, well, I don't know. You just know certain things. It's instinctive. It's intuitive. So, but yeah, but if I want to, you know, if I wanted to be, I guess, um, you know, uh, someone who did sessions with people and I have, uh, I haven't done them by my, on my own in a long time, but I've done them with her. I'll, I'll help sometimes as a proxy. Uh, but I mean, I'm able to connect and do, you know, whatever I want to do. I just appreciate you sharing a little bit of your love story because mm. the world needs more love out there. And I love hearing about divine unions. So I really, really thank you for sharing all those mm -hmm. details. Absolutely. And I do, I do see, you know, that it's a very special union. So yeah. I'm very happy for you. You're very blessed. Yeah, she's amazing. She's, and yeah. she's hot, man. She's, she's very beautiful. She yes, is she hot. She's <laughs> like, oh, I'm getting old. I'm like, oh my God, you have oh, no idea. Women half your age would be like, oh my God. She's beautiful. Yeah. So, uh, do you astral travel? Yeah. Do you lucid dream? Yes. So you're really in tune. <laughs> do you? I, I know that you channel things, um, and you have visions, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, and we have, yeah, and we have uh, we have, we've had many many uh, joint dimensional experiences as well that's really cool that i've heard had, some of your stories they're yeah. amazing when you when you guys go on together those are my favorites yeah. when you guys go on live yeah when we can get her to <laughs> yeah she's always so shy um did you know i'm very interested in remote viewing have mm. you ever yes. tried that yeah, yeah. That's really neat. you know this stuff that you're mentioning i never did um i never knew what any of it was yeah uh, I met Morgan and uh, she starts talking to me about uh, her higher self. And I'm like, who's that? You know, <laughs> because mine had always been kind of a singular voice. Now, when I woke up, there were, there were um, six ascended, three spirit guides and two, well, the other two were uh, Jesus and Magdalene. They came in and talked to me a lot. Mm. So that was kind of my first external experience. But when I met her, and she, I remember reading her bio on Facebook before I started to stalk her. And, <laughs> and it said, it talked about playing in dimensions. Uh, it talked about uh, 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 aligning your DNA. Uh, and and all of it was like, what the hell is she talking about? But I knew it was, I knew it resonated. And I knew there was something about it that was something I knew. But, um, but I remember like sitting down with her the first time because I'd never experienced it in the presence of somebody else really. And I remember her like, uh, you know, taking me through something and immediately she was, she was able to open a door. I would go through and then boom, I'm done. Like I'm, I'd tell her, okay, here's what's happening, you know? And <laughs> so I never, but I know like, for instance, like remote viewing um, or astral. Cause to me, they're similar. Like I might mm -hmm. astral to go remote view. 
That's how I would, def that's how I would explain my own, but, uh, but I um, can remember. Yeah. I can, even with her early on, I can remember, you know, a lamp in the room and seeing her and, you know, and, um, but yeah, and other people too, but I never did it like as I'm going to go do this. And, yeah. It's just natural. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you have any advice for people listening who, um, from your divine masculine point of view, if there's a feminine that, met her partner that is not as awake as as she is should she like re relax and let the universe guide it no. or should she pursue and be like uh we're hanging out in the astral realm are you feeling it too or do you just let things be and let the universe do well, work? it sounds like you kind of pursued her i i did pursue her but she didn't know it so for six months and then and then when the message exchange happened and then she called and she messaged that night then that was all you know i guess by design from a higher perspective but uh back to your question um i will say that you know it's a little bit complicated uh to talk about men and women or even masculine and feminine in regard to physical gender because things have uh evolved Shifted. to a place yeah, they've yes. evolved to a place now where it's getting harder to have that discussion. But for the most part, it's still, you know, I would say, I don't know what the numbers are, but it's still 90, 95% female gender, physicality matches the energetic, you know, and so on. And of course, the, 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 uh, the experience of the incarnation as well, because we're all subjected to the same patriarchal imprint. Uh, and so anyway. Uh, I would say this, and I've learned this being in a relationship with her. And again, this is one of her specialties. This is something she downloaded for 20 years. Can you imagine getting this kind of information? Like, what do you do with it? You know, so many of these women like that around the world. But the first thing is, uh, he will never, first of all, she goes first. Okay. She goes first. She has to take the higher energetic uh, ground before he can. That's just the way it is. Now, whether that's the way it applies in all realms, all timelines, all dimensions at all times, I don't know, but I do know it's here. I know we've had matriarchal uh, dominated uh, civilizations on earth and we've had patriarchal, but we're in a patriarchal now. We know that the matriarchal or the, or the feminine uh, has been suppressed and that energy, we can't come into balance until it comes into its real power. That means the, the masculine has to lose some of its false power then to discover its uh, it's real power now. So I would say the first and foremost, um, she has to go first. Another way of saying that is uh, she has to step into her power mm. because in a relationship and I've watched many of them. Okay. in, in what I do and, uh, you know, in my relationship with Morgan and having discussions, but until she steps into her power fully, he will not. Uh. And so it's like, and, and Morgan and I've had that dance many times, just like the story I told you about when she came to the States. She said, you need to go do this work. You need to go make a list of all your failures. And I'm like, okay, do you want to do this? Okay, we'll do this. So I make a list of 15 failures. I take it into the room and she comes back and she says to me, oh no, this ain't going to work. I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, she goes, no, this isn't going to work. When you're serious, then you come back to me. So five hours later, five o'clock in the morning, I go into uh, the room with 136 failures I've listed and all this, you know, De uh, deconstruction and tears and snot running out of my nose and cussing <laughs> at her saying, why are you making me do this? Aww. This is what I'm talking about. 
So the, the, the feminine has certain um, innate, why do they, you know, why do you think they call it women's intuition? They don't call it men's intuition. There's a reason for that. So the women have a certain innate um, connection that allows them to pull in higher um, vibrational information or sacred wisdom, whatever you want to call it, and then to share that with him. But he has to uh, continuously match her vibration. Mm. And so, yeah, that's the advice I would give to women. I wouldn't sit around and you wait. You work on yourself. Yeah, abs absolutely. For, that, and that's really, yeah, that's, that's really purpose. it. Yeah. That's really it. We have a lot of people that will say, how do we find, you know, and the answer is real simple. You clean your stuff out, you will match, you will attract a matching vibration. And that's all yeah. there is to it. Right? Absolutely. So you did mention your spirit walks in the beginning of our conversation. And I just saw something you posted on social media. Do you go on spirit walks? Mm -hmm. That's kind of cool. Is that a form of meditation for yeah, you? Yeah. Well, that's how it all started. Uh, so, so, um, so I had a huge upheaval in my life. Uh, May 30th, one eleven in the morning. Uh, I had a, what seemed to be a visitation by, uh, from the cosmic Jesus came through mm -hmm. the trees, appeared in front of me. We had a conversation and um, he said, tomorrow your world's going to blow up. And it did. Okay. <laughs> so it blew up totally. He said, you're the one of the uh, unshakable faith. Now we're going to find out. And I said, okay. So he said, you'll never be forsaken. You'll never be alone. So anyway, uh, I found myself with no job, no home, no car, no money, uh, no, no freedom, no repu uh, no freedom to an extent because I got incarcerated for 34 days and no, no reputation. Everything was gone. And so I said, okay, what am I going to do? Am I going to dial up uh, family or friends and, and, and find some comfort and whatever? Or am I going to go out and take this thing head on? And I did. That's what I chose to do. So I went homeless. So I went on what essentially was a spirit walk. Uh, I have, you know, strong um, frequencies of remembrance in terms of Native American lives. So, you know, Native American lives, they go on um, uh, vision quest or spirit walks, that type of thing. So it was very similar to that. Uh, the three spirit guides that I had were Native American family members from past lives. Uh, so there was a lot of that kind of accentuation, a lot of animals, a lot of nature beings. So I went on the spirit walk uh, for two years. I get to the end, I get my two little littlest kids back and, um, and we move into a townhouse and I start to broadcast. And one of the first things I did was I'm walking and I thought, well, why don't I just do a spirit walk, but I'll just turn the camera on. Yeah. And so out of the whatever, 2,000, 2,500 videos that we've done that are not Soul Speaks uh, 5D episodes, I would say probably, probably at least half of those there's got to be 12, 1500 spirit walks in the archives. And that's what I would do. I would just get out and start talking about whatever. I mean, I don't channel like most people, you know, like more like Morgan or other people. My channel is more of flip on the camera and just go for it with yes. no thought. Yes. And you just find this kind of, to me, that's channeling. You yes, know? Yes. And that's what I would do. Yeah. That's really cool. So as far as ascension goes, how would you say we are all growing up during this time period? That's exactly what it, <laughs> that's exactly what I'm laughing because um, 
I asked Morgan this, you know, Morgan introduced me to the terms ascension and to like just a lot of that light worker stuff. And, you know, galactic, I never heard of anything galactic. You know, I never had any kind of, until I met her, cause she's a galactic, you know, she's mm-hmm. ET. And, uh, but one time I asked her, I said, so did you, so you're telling me as I'm trying to understand her past before I really talked to more women at her suggestion who were having the same experience around the world in anonymity. Uh, I said to her, so your higher self told you about ascension? She said, well, my higher self never used that term. My higher self always used the term growing up. So how are we growing up? Um, I, you know, I really think that we're doing a great job. I really do. Light workers are coming out of the closet. Have you seen, there's so many more people. Yes. I think their uh, job. Absolutely. I think with this, uh, with this beautiful divinely orchestrated uh, quarantine virus mass thing, (laughs) we've actually, that's been the greatest thing. That's been the greatest thing that's happened. In my opinion, uh, that's been the greatest thing to happen to humanity in the, you know, what we can put our finger on history the last 6,000 years. Uh, It's also the greatest thing, uh, the greatest accelerator and, um, you know, uh, influence that we've had in our collective ascension and, of course, our our individual ascensions. I think we're doing fantastic. I think what's happening is that we're being, the, the collective is basically going through the same motions that many, many individuals have already. And I'm talking pre-2012 or many people from 2012, those dark nights of the soul, the isolation, the suicidal thoughts, the get me out of here, beat me up, Scotty, you know, <laughs> yeah. all that stuff. I think that society is starting to feel. Uh, and I think what's happening at the, at the um, core of it is that their sovereignty is being not taken away because nothing gets taken away from us. We give it away. But I think what's happened is we're being, uh, collectively speaking, we're being pushed, 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 pushed until finally, like so many of us, when we woke up, you know, we finally said, F this, I've had enough. You know, I mean, why would a 49-year-old man who had resources go homeless because Archangel Michael's talking to him. Uh, Everyone's telling him he's crazy. Now I'm just using myself as an example, but I think what happened to him, which was me and to many other people is they get to a point and they just say enough is enough. I don't care how crazy it sounds. I'm going to do what I know needs to be done, you know, which, which ultimately is, is, uh, you know, to thine own self be true because Absolutely. that's, that's really the, uh, that's it. You know? Wow. I could speak to you like for hours and hours, but before we conclude, I have to just talk about the fact that you're an artist and so am I. Yeah. So, uh, I think that's really cool. So are you a musician or you do spoken word or you do everything? You're just <laughs> no, flowing. You're, no. What's your favorite expression? Uh, my favorite probably is, uh, I call it soul speak, mm-hmm. but, uh, I mean, it, um, yeah, I mean, you know, I played the guitar. I taught myself how to play guitar in the ensuing uh, five years before the big, you know, the big turnaround thing. Uh, a little bit of harmonica. They both got destroyed. I didn't have any instruments. 
two, and about two years after I started Soulji, I got another download that said, hey, it's Soulji One Studios, and you need to go clear out your downstairs and make a studio, which was pretty easy because I didn't have any furniture at all down there except for one kitchen table. But uh, I said, what do I do? They said, well, it's got something to do with music. Now, I always wrote. So I started to put music to the words, and then eventually I started writing. Some people call it conscious rap. I don't really look at it that way. I don't think it's rapping or singing. But I would have to say my favorite on a personal level, it may not be my main function or my main mission in terms of what I produce, but my favorite is to uh, write something, uh, find an instrumental of any genre, put on the mic and just do a one take soul speak. And I've done about uh, probably about 70 of them. And uh, I think maybe all but three or one take. Um, and so either that or put on some music and just freestyle, you know, you're like just... a wild free bird that <laughs> just can't be contained with That's rules right. or restrictions right. or preparing. I'm telling you, <laughs> I love that about you. That's neat. That's something magical, you know, yeah. that you just let it flow. That's well, really that's what, I think that's really one of the things that's, uh, that's, you talked about how we growing up. I think what it is, I think actually the biggest challenge we have now is getting used to what the real natural nature, natural rhythm of nature, of the universe, of ourselves is. And I think that the, uh, the spontaneous, intuitive, creative, imaginative, and depending on what you're doing or talking about, the courageous aspects of the soul is, 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 the, is that. Like, like, you know, and you're right. I love what you just said because I don't know how you would have known that unless you were like in my head. But so many times I would like set everything up, you know, I'd set it all up and then I'd go, like I get brought, I got a broadcast software. I remember when I got it, uh, how does this work? You know, plug it in here, plug it in there. Oh my God. Pl just push play, put some music on and, and you just go for it. Right. Yeah. And I found that uh, that's the type of energy I try to capture. I try to capture that on Soul Speaks 5D. That's why I won't talk to anybody before a show. You know, like, oh, please talk to me. I'm like, no, 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 no. Uh, nah, divinely guided conversation exactly they'll be like i'll meet you five minutes before i'm like nope put, so at one minute before i'll come in and they're and i'm like hey how you doing i'm gonna bring you up on uh, boom, 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 and boom and then um then you have a spontaneous conversation and yeah. the human you know that one of the, the hashtags for us is the human is a hero but and the human is the hero and so the human aspect is a hundred percent present and, and without any mask. And, and to me, that's where the highest activations, downloads and channelings and transmissions come from. It's from this, yeah. like this. Two people bringing all their multidimensional aspects, but having a conversation that totally includes all their human facets, because we have many of those, um, you know, with no BS. And I think stepping into your truth, so everyone listening, you know, that was a big moment for me when I let go of what my parents would think, yeah. what, my, what my customers would think, and I was being divinely guided to rebrand, change direction, and, and create this thing. And I was like, okay, I'm doing it. So, and I've had so much fun since, and I'm not even planning. I, I just listened to the next step. Yeah. So they'll be like, go do that photo shoot. Go sit down and write this. Go do this. You know, and I'm like, okay. And it's so much more fun living that way. And I'm not even worried about what anyone else thinks anymore because that's not what it's about. It's like, it's mm. just about like, I'm holding the light and I'm doing my job and I'm finally not wasting my gifts anymore. Right. 
And I think I was, you know, I had some experiences where in the past, you know, uh, people silenced me a bit. You know, the church wrote me a letter when I got attuned to Reiki that I was like worshiping other gods. And I'm like, oh, I'm not going to wow, this church, what church anymore. Is like, that? It was a Russian Orthodox <laughs> church that I was raised like in. A... And I was like, are you kidding me? That we weren't allowed to do yoga. I was like, what? It's, it was just too many human enforced rules. And it was suppress, suppressing. When Isn't... I got into essential oils, I got, a, I got my aunt all like, up up in a bunch with my my contacting my parents like you know she's doing plant medicine and i found something about the founder of this company online so i had a lot of experiences where i got silenced and that i think it prepared me for this moment where i was like yeah yeah this well and and that's it was interesting yeah that is interesting and if you look at it it is a it is a a little microcosm playing out of what what already played out on a a collective level you know i mean I remember uh, following the same type of uh, inspiration that you're talking about. And this would have been like right after I came off the street. So like 2014, you know, it was two and a half years come off the street. I start writing and start to meet people because I never really talked to anybody who was on the street. Cause I had a flip phone and you know, you can't really do a whole lot with that except load up a poem to Sology group. That was pretty much it. So um, what ended up happening was, Uh, I remember I was led to write this piece and in the piece I wrote something about, uh, you know, I I recognized the women being burned at the stake. Uh, I didn't even know what I was talking about because it was just coming in. And I remember getting flooded like, well, like a 20, 30 messages. And I didn't have that kind of traffic in my message in my inbox at the time uh, from women saying, thank you. Like, I mean, you know how big that is for you to say, you know, I will not be silent. Mm. You know, I will not have, I, I will not get nervous about this. I will not, you know, I will. And, and, and I'm lucky because I never cared what people thought, period. I always did what I wanted, you know, and, uh, and now it seems like people are starting to do that. And that's, I mean, we can, we can pull down channels and transmissions and downloads, but when it's, it's the human. It's the human that's the game changer. So yeah. when someone like you goes, hey, I'm going to do this, boom. It's like the whole entire earth grid feels it. Every, <laughs> everybody gets touched by it. That's one of the messages I try to teach everyone mm-hmm. is that you can make a difference. Even, even if you're not a light worker or a healer or doing a show in your own little home, mm-hmm. your thoughts can literally change Absolutely. the grid. So that's a beautiful Absolutely. message for all of those that are more like just beginning to uh, go through ascension and awaken so i picked two cards for you before we um Mm. spoke so this is a from my music oracle deck it says if the times are broken it is our job to mend them your joy makes fools of your oppressors in an age of liars the truth is dynamite Mm. (laughs) i was like you're speaking your truth Mm-hmm. And you are dynamite. So I love that card. Here. And, <laughs> yeah. then I got, and then I got the, the divine father, divine mm. father. Thank you for co-creating my world with me. Mm. And of course, cause you know, I, I think you're a beautiful divine masculine stepping mm. into, you know, you've stepped into your power and I just want to thank you mm. for all the work that you do and, you know, say, tell Morgan hello from me. And I, I look forward to getting uh, to know her better as well. I want to tell everyone how to discover your show, Soulogy. Did I say it right? Yes. Yes. Oh my God. Score. 
There you go. So to learn more about Todd Medina and Soulogy, you can go to uh, YouTube, and your YouTube is Soulology One Studios. Yes. Is that how they find it? <laughs> yes. And then you have a Facebook group, Soulogy. Yeah. And then you also have your Facebook page, Soulogy One Studios. Yeah. And, of course, your personal Todd yeah. Medina Facebook as well. Yeah. So you don't have a mailing list. You're just all online sharing your yeah, stuff. Yeah, we don't. We, we're about to unleash, though. And, uh, yeah, because I, I heard in my head you might need to get a mailing list soon. Yeah, no, no. We, well, we, <laughs> we, yeah, we have probably, we don't really know the number. Uh, yeah. But I think, I know the number on, on the low end is 80,000. Yeah, I'm sure um, you have a We a have a reach. Followers. I know we have it's a reach amazing. of between a million and a half to two million a month. Yeah. Um, but we, we've always done it under the radar and I think there was a reason for that, but bottom line is we are about to put a bridge up and that bridge will be a, um, a soldiernetwork.com and it will originate all the broadcast to include other people's broadcasts, such as let's say a show like yours, uh, so that we can develop a multi-channel platform that's all privatized including the streaming service, including the Zoom aspect, the, the YouTube aspect, the Facebook aspect. But I guess what I'm getting at is we're, we're pro I'm, I'm shooting for 8-8 for a weekend of 48 hours straight programming, continuous programming of lives and replays uh, to launch the, the initial temporary website. Um, and then from there, uh, everything will be simulcast, you know, will be uh, uh, multi-streamed from there. But originating from our website the yeah, idea is that we all have a because place. everything's being censored that's right. now so well, I, I, yeah. I think that's a big reason too to have it your is. own platform of freedom yeah well freedom. exactly and they and yeah. this was downloaded to me going back to 2015 oh, so and you've had that uh, vision in detail yeah including 2018 when the arcturians came in and showed me the 5d commerce component about of it and so uh, this has all been worked on you know, I stopped wow. talking about it about a year and a half ago because I kept putting my foot in my mouth, but we're getting real close. And it's just like everything else. You said, how are we, how are we growing up? I think one thing that we're learning is if it's not organic, it doesn't work. Mm. If you try to force it, frame it, you know, control it, it's not going to work. Uh, it has to be organic. Absolutely. It just has to be instinctive and intuitive, like this meeting that we had. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So any other final comments or mm. anything you want to share before we end our beautiful conversation, mm. which I wish was not ending, but we have, well, to, I have to respect your time. No, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll be happy to, uh, no, I, I think this is fantastic. I think you're, you're a natural at what you're doing. Oh, thank uh, you. It's good to see more and more people doing this. I, I've helped several people get started, uh, you know, and I think this is the way it goes. You know, I mean, I think this is exactly what needs to happen. I'll be happy to collaborate with you anytime. I think you've got great energy. I'd love to have you on the show. We'll reach out to you and see if you'd be open for that. And uh, yeah, just keep on going and don't look back. And uh, yeah, you know, I think sometimes for me, I tell myself every day, it's not the red pill or, or the, what is it? The blue pill. It's the, it's the chill pill. Just chill out and relax. Don't take things so seriously. And if you feel a little uptight, go outside, take your clothes off, dance under the moon. You know, we need how. to hang out more. <laughs> I asked the universe to send me my people. You're definitely uh, well, one of my people. Yeah. 
I I agree. Get out there and let loose. Ground yourself and yeah. uh, shake it off. That's right. One 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 piece of advice for anyone listening who has inspiration in any way, no matter what you feel guided to do, do not be paralyzed by having it be all set and perfect and not no. getting started right away. Because you can adjust no. as you go along. Yeah. Uh, you know, just get the information out there and everything will flow and you can improve technical things along the way. That's You'll right. be guided the whole time and the universe will hold you. So that is uh, one thing that I, if you're having an idea, please go do it because we're all part of this together and we're all one. So right it's, on. a, it's a beautiful time to be alive. Everyone thinks, you know, it is pretty heavy, but I, I'm enjoying it immensely. I wouldn't try. I wouldn't. I, don't I love go it. Anywhere. I'm here. I'm really happy. I'm. I am too. I'm having a blast. Hey, where do you live? I live in New York. I'm a half an hour outside of the city. I'm on Long Island. Oh, you're on Long Island. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's a. I spent four months over there. That's a big part of my story. 2016. Ooh, we'll have to. Yeah. Including Montauk. Montauk Island. Oh my. That was trippy. Yeah. That time travel. Human experimentation. There, yeah. yeah. I'm like. I'm like tripping out, having like. Yeah. I mean, it was trippy. There's I had to go. Some crazy stuff out there. Yeah, took me back in time, like mm. or whatever you call that. So I spent some time there. But anyway, yeah, I'd well, love to collaborate you, with you again. I will reach out to you. All right, um, sounds good. Yeah, I'll reach out to you or, or my friend Monique will. One of us All right, great. Thank you so much for your time today. Go back and drink your margaritas, hang out at the <laughs> pool, and uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Do you have shows coming up later? Yeah, yeah all I'm, right. We got three today. All so. right, go. Thank you so yeah. much. Mwah, much care. love. Thank you Thank so much. You. I have a few quick announcements. The essential oil of the day is coming up, and we will conclude the show with a short unity prayer. I usually select an essential oil for each show inspired by the topic or guest. Today's oil is Palo Santo, your mindfulness guru oil. Working with this oil will help you stay present in the moment and connect you to your surroundings. Palo Santo in Spanish means holy wood or sacred tree and is the oil cousin of frankincense and myrrh. These three oils are lovely to diffuse together to find your Zen. Palo Santo alone has a delicious woodsy aroma, but when combining them with frankincense and myrrh, it is divine. So you can put those three oils in your diffuser. This essential oil, Palo Santo, has an inspiring fragrance and can be diffused for a cleansing and refreshing atmosphere. It can also be used for massage after activity or applied topically for body aches and pains. I love to use this to cleanse the energy of any room. Uh, I put it in a water bottle and spray it. I use a glass spray bottle. I also have a cool recipe coming up for you, so stay tuned. I like to use this to cleanse the energy of any room and inhale. Just as it's important to clear your mind of negative thoughts, you may also need to clear your home of negative energy from time to time. And I, you know, I have Palo Santo sticks of wood and they don't stay lit. You have to blow on them. I don't know. They smell beautiful, but I really enjoy using the Palo Santo oil. It does the same thing and it's highly concentrated, has that same energy. 
Uh, it's distilled from the wood chips. So you can create a sense of harmony in your home by making an air spritz spray with one cup of distilled water, two tablespoons of rubbing alcohol, and 20 drops of Palo Santo. You can spray throughout the house for balanced energy and subtle woodsy smell is just divine. Palo Santo is available in a five milliliter bottle and is grown and distilled on the Young Living Farm in Ecuador. To find out more about essential oils, you can click the essential oil tab at the bottom of my website or click the link in the description of this episode, Essential Oils. Also, my guided meditation album to balance the chakras infused with healing frequency music will be released very soon. We are finalizing the mixes and mastering, so all the music recording is finally done. You can join my mailing list at tabathepolaris.com if you're interested in being notified about that release and also other things that I'm doing. Also, my sacred healing space, Hands in Harmony, Holistic Spa in Franklin Square is now open. I offer intuitive Reiki, energy healings, essential oil raindrop technique massage, and infrared sauna sessions. And of course, remote healings are available via Zoom. We have some amazing guests coming up to look forward to in the future shows, so please subscribe to the podcast so you do not miss out. And to be a guest or to recommend someone for this podcast or to inquire about sponsoring the show, please use the contact form on my website. Ah, so thank you everyone listening and thank you again, Todd. I'm so grateful for this time we shared today. So everyone listening, just take a deep breath in and out. Place your hands together in gasho, palms facing each other, and hold in front of your chest with your thumbs resting on your heart. Take a moment to acknowledge the incredible divine consciousness that you are. You are love and light. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. You are a part of the universe and it would not be the same without you. Live in the light, spread the light, and be the light. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Thank you for holding this space with us today. May your hearts be filled with love and light. Keep your eyes wide open for signs from your angels. Many blessings to you and looking forward to being with you next Tuesday. <laughs>